Welcome to the Cans Across the World podcast. This is episode 84, and it's me, Sean. And again this week, we've got Darren Matthews. What's the crack, sir? I'm only here because this is a very, very special episode. <laughs> this is when Sean has stopped dicking around, and finally, the uh, the homebrew is ready, boys. Yeah. I, I, picked, I picked up my wee exclusive last night, and the temptation to drink it for breakfast this morning <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I was nearly gonna drink it and phone you. And be like, I dropped that bottle. You're gonna have to give me an one. <laughs> Sorry, lad. <laughs> it's like a, it's on a path in Yuri or wherever. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell! What's the crack? Sorry, you're right. I'm grand. I'm grand. How are you? Here, listen back to the podcast you did last week, man. That was cracker with Metal for Life. Very good. Yeah. I, I was if you, if you didn't hear that last week, after you listen to this episode, nip back and listen to that. It was cracker. Really, really good. Yeah, I, I had such a good time with it. Uh, even listening back, um, Gareth is just so full of knowledge. Uh, that uh, mindfulness exercise he shared with us was unbelievable. Um, the one about like eating chocolate where you have to taste it, you have to smell it and explain it to someone else um, using your senses. Unbelievable. Like, really cool. <laughs> um, How do we go, did you? Yeah, uh, how do we go? Like, a couple of times this week instead of as you said, just get that down you. <laughs> just eating the whole chocolate bar in like a minute. This is absolutely what I would normally do. I that did last bad. night with a Kit Kat. God love it. But I, I had to bring up something just before we get started. Uh, so I was waiting on you to come on um, just because you were doing updates to Skype there. But I stuck on Hammer Smash Face by Cannibal Corpse just to psych myself up for the, for the podcast, you know. Good tune. And then straight after it was... Uh, Numa, the video, uh, you know the video where Danny Carey's playing? Uh, it's yeah. by, by Tool. Um, but it's like a 12 minute long song. And uh, Danny Carey's like, it's a, like he, he's just playing and it's just so cool. So it was just mesmerized about there. And then you rang like nine minutes into it and I was like, oh fuck's sake, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, don't make me feel bad for wanting to hang out and drink beer. Fuck I know. You. If you haven't had a drink in a month, you can do like three minutes of a tool song. <laughs> I know. Anyway, so uh, beer. <laughs> let's, yeah. uh, let's crack the lids. <laughs> so this week we're drinking the uh, Hummet APA by me. <laughs> I'm fucking excited. Available only from Sean's house. <laughs> I know. It's like... Uh, I was just thinking earlier, like, I'm actually really proud of this. Um, it's kind of like, you know, when you go to your mate's house, like at a house party and you stick on your own band. <laughs> it's kind of like. And nobody, nobody turns it over. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's Sean's band. Uh, just let it play. It's like, review your own beer on the podcast. <laughs> right. Because uh, this is a special night for you, I've broken out the special bottle opener, which I've never used on a cans episode before. Now, normally I just crack the, uh, crack the lid with whatever, but this time. I brought my, I don't know if you can see this, it's the Oktoberfest 2017 Yuri 5K medal. Amazing. <laughs> uh, this is the only competitive 5K I've ever run in my life. <laughs> I got this medal for running, and the only reason I ran the 5K was because it was for charity, and they give you beer at the end because beer is isotonic. So you run a 5K, you come back, they give you a non-alcoholic Erdinger because it's isotonic to like replenish your fluids. 
and then I had like a stein at the beer at the beer fest, and because I'd ran at five k and exerted a lot of energy, absolutely wankered after one beer. It was fantastic. <laughs> Brilliant. So, cracker lid. This is I'm excited with this show. Fire truck excited. Yeah. I'm very excited as well. I've cracked the lid. Uh, I'll get a pour as well. Oh, that was lovely. Yes, buddy. I also brought a glass. This this deserves a glass. Normally, I just drink it from the bottle like a savage, but... <laughs> it smells heavy. It smells pure like a fucking juice box or something. Yeah. Something you give a child in the nineties to make them go away. <laughs> it's like you're a, you're a wee fucking you're an uncle to the wedding going. Oh here, do you want to try this? Do you want to drink your first beer, son? <laughs> I know this love is really malty or something. It's good. Yeah. With the color as well. I thought you were, I thought you were gonna make something really light. That's cracker. Yeah, it's very uh, it's very dank. Um, I'll probably I'll probably fire up the the video of this podcast to be fair, like just uh, really show off. Yeah, just look at that. Look at the robe on that. That's like he have nurse pajamas. <laughs> Fantastic. Happy days. Happy days. Happy days. That's I'm sure someone's already used that one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> right. Just before we, I'm just going to let that sit because uh, I'm just admiring as a wee thing of beauty. Just before we go, Sean, was this just on my bottle or is this on anyone else's where it looks like you've, you know, when you do tests when you're in school and you get points for showing you're working out? Aye. Why have you done a really, like you fucked up a swastika? What's the crack here? Oh, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I wish I had something funny to say about that. Um, what does this mean? Because mine... Because uh, it's the IBU section of the bottle, uh, mm-hmm. which is International Bitterness Units, um, doesn't really apply to this because there's no real like bitterness of it. And you didn't want to write NA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Look. Nice. Mine's, uh, mine's, nicely, mine's nicely settled and all. I'm excited with this. But you, you should take first drink. This is your beer. I see. Love your labeling. How many? How many did you actually get out of your your case that you had? How many bottles did you get out of it? Uh so I've got a uh, ten sitting there. Uh, oh, boys, this is this is pure exclusive. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, so ten ten bottles sitting there. Um, uh, not be there in the morning, boys. Sean so hasn't had a beer in a month. <laughs> I'll be rolling into work tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> just steaming. <laughs> like not hungover. Like <laughs> man's got a. Man's got a drink. Um, have we sniff? Yeah. Yeah, very, very malty. Uh, lots of citrus. Uh, obviously, the look is very dank. Look at that. That yeah. is... And it's got a nice... Like, look at the bottom. Like, the bottom's got a nice sort of, like, see-through kind of thing. There's no sediment. Aye, fucking hell. Let's yeah, get lost. It kind of floats up. Go for it, go for it. You go first. Sean is now drinking the beer for those of you listening at home. <laughs> Happy? That's, that's great. Um, oh wow, there's there's a wee bit of caramel about there as well. I think Sean sounds really surprised about that being great because he knows he made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so right, there you go. Did you go? Did you go sippy sippy first go or did you go for a full mouthful? I went for a full mouthful and kind of swashbuckled it across the mouth. 
Um, I'm going to go now. Just him. So uh, just so you know, you are being recorded. So your uh, thoughts and feelings about this are also being recorded, as well as you know, my my feelings will be affected by this too. <laughs> Sean, I, I'm 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 going to double dip this. That was I enjoyed that. I'm just going to make sure that I did enjoy that. Hang on, sir. Get in. <laughs> Oh yeah, first one was lovely. Swished it around the tongue, second one just took it straight in and then let it hit the back of the palate, see how it goes. It's real juicy, my mouth's watering after I drank it. Yeah. It's great. Ice, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's uh, it's supposed to be only 4.5, but it tastes so much stronger. Yeah, it definitely does. It tastes like a 5.6 or 6 even. This is, what happens, this is what happens when you make beer in your bath. <laughs> <laughs> When you keep pour old whiskey into it. <laughs> I thought that's what that cask finish series was. Isn't that just whacking a bottle in to top her up? No, no, that's not what they do. Yeah, it's like a, it's got to have a Laphroaig head. <laughs> yeah. I like that, mate, so far. Fucking fair play to you. Not too bad. Cheers, boy. And the important thing is, I haven't gone blank. So let's get, let's keep going. I will see. <laughs> gonna be like potching you have like a minimum or a maximum you're amount and then people are like no no that's no more for you sir <laughs> that's so surprising i haven't had an apa in ages that's so yeah so easy as i see what you mean about the kind of the dank and then i oh, mean there's so much in that and the bottle after you finish it as well just hangs in there yeah yeah you actually do if you have a wee dig in you have a wee bit of sediment in the bottom but it's obviously just from it all settling that's just because it's been sitting in my fridge chilling i probably should See your next one. Roll the bottle, and you'll clean all that stuff out, and you might get a wee bit of darkness in the bottom of the glass. Good shade. Right. Good shade. What do you What do you think? As an APA, what made you decide on an APA first? Most, uh, people, when, most people's first attempt is let's just do a lager because it's hard to make a balls of. Because I'm kind of I'm a wee bit of a snob about lagers. Because uh, I think it's because I uh, I grew up with lagers, like your tenants, your fucking. Uh, their harp and all that kind of stuff on, on top in the bar. That's uh, not being a snob. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but Osprey's coming from like a small town, so the guy here. Uh, that's what we'd be drinking as kids. <laughs> so we're well used to it. Literally uh, children. <laughs> literally children. Uh, that's your... <laughs> I mean, Maggie Thatcher took away milk and she gave us lager. <laughs> um, that sort of thing. Uh, so we're well used to our lagers, but I wanted to do something more flavoursome and uh, a wee bit heavy. Um, I was kind of thinking, like, I want to, I basically want to make Smithics. Remember the, the classic Smithics before it was a couple of different types of Smithics and stuff like that here? Yeah, that, that pissed me off as someone who's drank Smithics all my life. Like, one of my first pints was Smithics. I still drink it now at 35. And when people are, I'm like, can I get a pint of Smithics? And they go, Smilix Red? I'm like, <laughs> what? They're like, well, there's Smilix Red, Smilix Pale, and Smilix... I'm like, stop explaining stuff and get me a fucking Smilix, would you? <laughs> yeah. Like, those, are, those are three different beers. Just, you know what I mean? If I just ask you for a Smilix, if I want a Smilix Blonde, I'll ask you for a Smilix Blonde. <laughs> Don't make me take off my belt. <laughs> That's it, though. Um, no, but I wanted to, wanted to make something a wee bit heavier. Um, and, like... The likes of the beers, the the beers named after a game I used to play with me, Grand and Grande. So wanted to make something proper old school, like something sort of tasty, like so 
something mental. Uh, so the beer is named after the game we used to play called Hummet, um, which is basically a family game we used to play in the kitchen. And everybody used to sit down and uh, you'd have two teams and you'd have to hum a song and the other team would have to guess what the song was sort of thing. Okay. And your own team could guess what the song was as well. And whoever guessed it first uh, would win. Um, is it but, um, is it kind of like that game you used to play and never mind the buzzcocks, but they could do all the actions and different percussions and stuff where you're, you're, humming, you're only scale is humming it? Yeah, pretty much. You're just straight up just humming a song. <laughs> how um how difficult could you were you able to make it, or did it have did it, it in the rules of fair play? Did it have to be something that the family might know? Oh no, it could be anything at all. Uh, uh, you're you're doing like fucking Gajira B sides, and your grand only knows like Arana Vein. That's it. Mashuga bleed. But whatever it is, it's just straight up heavy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so I was thinking like recently, cause it's coming up to Christmas and stuff like that. And obviously my granddad is not here cause he's, he's in the unfortunate position of being dead. Um, <laughs> he's not with us here, anymore. Do you know what? He doesn't give a fuck anymore. So it's fine. He does not. Um, and, uh, we all miss him, but I thought I'd do a wee tribute to, uh, what we, what we did and just call it Hummet. Um, I like that cause I did see that you had, um, you did put on the page suggestions for names. Aye. You got a couple of clinkers as well. I remember having a good laugh at that. Like so. Yeah, there were some great names in there. And uh, unfortunately, people learned a strong lesson in democracy, uh, which is doesn't always go your, go your way. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about it. It's not fair. I think yours was more of an autocracy where you were like, nah, that's, uh, thanks for playing, but fuck off. <laughs> The state always wins. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fight Straban City Hall. <laughs> That's it, though. But uh, I was just thinking, meant to ask you, because you have been running the, the podcast with uh, Jordan, the football mm-hmm. podcast. Have you chatted about Diego Maradona yet? Well, Sean, just because you're on the night, I can reveal that this <laughs> week's episode is stories. We do a, we do a part of the, the episode every week called Storytime, where we pick a different historical sporting event or person and Maradona obviously got his own wee special part of the episode this week so there's a good 20 minutes on him about the the life and loves and of uh, Maradona his life being football his loves being cocaine so <laughs> <laughs> I actually I actually had to edit uh, one of my like reviews for accounts across the world um, so I reviewed like a a beer and I said in the the review I was sniffing with the intensity of Diego Maradona. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to take that out and pretend it never happened. And uh, obviously never mention it in the podcast, so it didn't happen, you know. Got you. Uh, so we don't get in trouble. So, no, so you don't get in trouble in 30 years' time. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody, somebody will defend you and say stuff like, look, everybody thought that way back then, okay? You can't be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is it. Um, but what a character. <laughs> Absolutely. Won a World Cup in 1986 and then played two games eight years later and was sent home for failing the drugs test. What a guy. <laughs> Amazing, like. Yeah. As uh, uh, as football skill goes, he was at least a nose in front. It was fucking... <laughs> <laughs> oh, unbelievable, hey. Um, Man, yeah, every time I go to take a drink of this, the smell just hits. It's so good. 
Yeah. It seems to have progressed so fast. It's so different as well because I've been drinking a lot of like, weirdly enough, even though it's coming in the winter when I normally switch on to like red ales and and stouts and stuff like go heavier as the weather gets colder because you want to be comfy with a big bold flavour. I've still been drinking a lot of light beers and there's a lot of sessions going into me and a lot of peels just for like refreshment purposes. Oh, brilliant. Just getting, because you can just get home from work and just fucking chin one of them and it's, it's nice. It's real fucking bright and fresh and just like lagers for when you want to drink a heap of them. Stouts when you want to really sit and enjoy fucking a nice warm room. So uh, that that reminds me as well. I still have the box for uh, starting about. So we got it post lockdown. We got to meet up before they lock down again a week later. Yeah, hundred percent. Like here, hold on. Is that that just e pen? Yeah. Oh fuck's sake! That's ruined. <laughs> there was two of them. There was two of them. Uh, right then. <laughs> yeah. I recently left my I recently left my job where I worked with Sean, and I just. I didn't even have the brains to steal anything good. I took a pen home. <laughs> I'm so professional. <laughs> yeah. So professional. I just took a pen home. <laughs> Not including the 57 pens I gave to other staff members and never saw again. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so we, your podcast with, with Jordan and you're releasing like a Patreon soon. We are, yeah, we're talking about that. So we're gonna do, yeah. um, we're gonna have our normal episodes, which will be our weekly roundup with sports. So we've been pretty much covering at the present because of what what's on and what's not on with COVID. Uh, we've been doing the Premier League, bit of European football, covering the Gaelic football and hurling and rugby because the Autumn Internationals are on. We'll chop and change as the year goes on, and we've actually asked people. Like we did a Dream Eleven series where we picked our favorite eleven players ever, and we we asked. We were like, we don't know how many listeners we have, so we were like. Can we get people's dream eleven? And a lot of people sent them in. It was great. So we're gonna do like another episode where we just read out people's dream eleven and say stuff like, ah, oh, absolute him, no, but yeah, that oh fucking, that's what's gonna be for half an hour. Remember that guy, <laughs> Jesus, Google his Wikipedia, fucking score rates immediately. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been doing wee story time. So uh, Jordan's brilliant doing the research thing. Like I'm most of the podcast is Jordan teaching me stuff. It's brilliant. Class. So we did a. Yeah. Uh, we did one about the curse of the Bambino, about Babe Ruth, and we did one about uh, what was one of the others. We did the Maradona one this week, and we also did one about uh, Bloody Sunday in 1920 in Dublin. Oh yes, yes, with the game at the game between Dublin and Tipperary. So it was all that, that's a hundred years ago to the day, and there was a special commemoration. So we did a bit about it on the podcast, but so far so good. The podcast's been going good, man. We uh, Jordan got us a cool wee logo as well. Which is me and my retro top, and then we got uh, yeah, so far so good. We recorded recorded yesterday. It's up today, so uh, or up today, so up. It'll be out the same time this is out, basically. So wow. if you enjoy my rambling <laughs> and also like sport, when you finish listening to this, and then when you finish listening to our the Metal for Life episode I did with Sean, then go and find Injury Time podcast. <laughs> I'll put all the links on uh, cancercrossworld.com. Uh, just for anybody that doesn't know how to use the internet or that this podcast was recorded a couple of days ago. <laughs> um, yeah, Sean yeah. Lockett at it in this until he's drank all 10 of his beers. I know. <laughs> so it'll, uh, it'll, it'll be like a mishmash train wreck. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Sean, how long do these take to make if you stick on an odd batch or have you got the second batch in? Uh, I've got a cider on at the minute. Um, <laughs> Big shout for the winter time, like. 
That'll be ready in two weeks. So, they, um, but I'll probably stick on another one of these. Uh, I was thinking maybe, maybe a wee IPA next. Maybe a wee session. Something pure light. Something you can drink all 14 of in one night down in, down in Strabane for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Some, something, uh, Medal actually drink, cause like, Medal's not really into the craft beer vibe. Um, he's more a, a lager kind of fan, cause I remember like, I tried to get him to drink, uh, I think it was a Kinniger, like the Rust Bucket back in the day, and he was like, I sick dish water. <laughs> and you're like, so, you, you literally drink water and chemicals, da? That's what you're drinking <laughs> right there. This is, this is made in the bath in Glasgow, da? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, this is preservatives. And water from the foil. You know what I mean? This is fucking hell. Yeah, pretty much like. Um, no, I have that. My, my old boy drinks Carlsberg. What does your dad drink? Uh, he's, yeah, pretty much Carlsberg as well. Like, uh, Carlsberg and Tenants. Uh, he doesn't really get into the heart vibe. Um, but heart, would, heart wouldn't be my idea at all. I, I'm trying. I would have drank. I've, funnily enough, I've always been a Smilix man, even as like a. A 19-year-old, you know, people are trying to be cool and drink all the trendy drinks. I just be sitting there with pint of smilics, going, <laughs> I guess I'll never be cool, you know? <laughs> oh. Who's the old boy? And then, obviously, changed my life when I get into the old craft beers. And was like, stuff can taste of things. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. I remember uh, my granda, my granda's uh, drink was a pint of smilics and a chaser of Poyers. Um, every time, surely you're not going to taste the third pint of Smilex after you've had three pours. Like, I don't, I don't think he had taste buds, my granddad. Um, that was just his whole vibe. Actually, my 18th birthday, right? So, uh, 18th birthday, having the crack, everybody's on there. But my granddad arrives late, um, lands in, and obviously, I was a wee bit drunk at this stage. Um, he comes in the door, and I'm just like, oh, fucking. Or is my wee granddad? So I ran over, give him a hug, and says, "Oh, happy to see you, granddad." And he goes, "Oh, happy birthday!" And he goes, "Do you want a drink?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'd love a drink, granddad." And he goes, "All right, I just tell the barman what you want there. I'll have a pint of Smithics and a Powers." I ended up paying for his fucking round. At <laughs> <laughs> your own eighteenth birthday, I out of my own pocket. <laughs> Absolutely scammed. What a what a gentleman. I'm sure you miss him every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a chancer. Yeah, yeah. Absolute miss him legend. dearly, but he owes me ten fifty. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, absolutely classic like. Um But yeah, that's a, that's a whole crack with them boys back in the day. Have you uh <laughs> I was, I was gonna say what's the beer news this week, but that's just fucking great beer news. Get scammed by a by a pensioner, like that's so good. <laughs> no, it's a whole vibe. Um, so I've actually got a whole pile of beer news this week, man. Uh, so incidentally, there's one uh, you were talking about earlier. It was uh, Beer Fifty Two because you yes. had a wee delivery. Um, so. Craft Beer Club, Beer 52, rides lockdown wave with investors on tap. Uh, Beer 52 has hired bankers to raise funds for international expansion, it says. Um, right. So they're saying they're going international. So out of interest, how many subscribers do you reckon Beer 52 have around the world? 
Mm, I'm going to say 30,000. 200,000. Fuck right off. Actually. Absolutely. Uh, that is so, class. So they've got 200,000 uh, active subscribers. And, oh, no, I'll skip past that. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get into the anti, anti British thing, but it's like, um, it's like they, they want to capitalize on a surge from curfew hit Brits. <laughs> I was a subscriber. I am Irish. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I was drinking like fucking the first lockdown. Like I was ordering, they were putting on a load of special boxes. So I was getting yeah. my monthly delivery and then also ordered more stuff because I was in furlough, was pished all the time. It was class. <laughs> That's that like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're, they're going to expand again. So they've hired a whole pile of bankers and stuff like that there to, to finance them and they're going to expand globally. Nice. That's amazing. Um. That's the company I actually lied about uh, to get out of the the subscription. Yeah, see, I don't get this. This is this is definitely <laughs> you can actually. I've counselled it before. You can actually just phone up and go. Uh, sorry, lads. Um, this is a luxury item. I can no longer afford. So no thank you. <laughs> I know, but I, I think I've got a bit of the the Catholic guilt about me. I'm just like, I was like, oh, they'll uh, they'll be very very distraught uh, without thinking this is. A multi-million pound corporation. <laughs> like, you 200,000 subscribers worldwide. Yeah, this is it. Um, but that, I think that's, that's the beauty of their marketing because it seems like a small operation. It's kind of like BrewDog, um, where BrewDog positioned themselves as an independent brewery. So like a lot of people uh, I know who are into BrewDog are all like, oh, fucking, I'm drinking a craft beer. It's an independent thing. And I'm just thinking, they've been around for a while. They've got a bit of money about them. It's not like they're bullish. Yeah, I think like or... 2007 or something. So they've uh, they've uh, <laughs> they've a few pound about them, boys, or as we would say, or where I come from in the world, we would say they're rotten with who. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, like he's rotten with who, that boy. Rotten with who doesn't know what to do with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so so that was it anyway. Beer Fifty Two are going to expand. Uh, another one for you. So there's a a piece of beer history found under the floorboards. Um, <clears throat> Rob Hind in uh, Sadberg. <laughs> Is there actually a town called Sadberg? <laughs> yeah. Is that in it's, Germany? It's in uh, no, it's actually in Darlington. Oddly enough. Um, as in in England. Yeah. Sadberg. Anything with Bergen, it surely is like America or European. Oh, Germany. Like Salzburg. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I suppose Salzburg is Austria. Sorry for interrupting. My brain's fucking flying here. And, <laughs> and what happened then? So uh, he's found like a, a whole pile of like old beer bottles underground, uh, under the floorboards, basically. Um, it was an old brewery called... Uh, Heinz Brewery. Right. Uh, and they were based in Darlington. Um, so he's found a whole pile of empty beer bottles, but nothing inside them. Uh, okay. Probably, has, it, has it evaporated or what's the crack? I don't know. Pro- they're probably just haunted bottles. 
Dead on. Is it, has, has he unleashed like an evil genie into the town, expecting it to be a, a lovely beer? He could have done. There's probably like a town in America that's like got coal fires burning on the ground or some shit. Silent uh, Hill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Like the town's mysteriously dead. Yeah, um, like, I, I know why, boys. <laughs> So it gives you a wee bit of history about this as well. It says, despite the similarity in surnames, Rob is not related to the globe-trotting brothers Thomas Perkinhind and George Rinsdalehind. Remember them? Hi. <laughs> they they apparently started their brewery in Ridsdale Street in 1871 after a spell in the New Zealand army fighting the Maoris. I love they say... Like they say, fighting the Maoris. They didn't say being colonial Eth- bastards and trying to <laughs> conquer the no, Maoris. No mention of ethnically cleansing the land. No. Yeah, it's like it's like fighting the Maoris. Hang on, like England is a different country than New Zealand. <laughs> That's like you shouldn't have been in New Zealand in the first place. Yeah, yeah. What was doing there? Why did you need so many sheep with you? What's the crack? <laughs> Anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's like very, very quickly go down that rabbit hole. Would you like? <laughs> These are bad lads. <laughs> yeah, four beers in. Sean's smashing the laptop. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I just googled something. Bastards. A lot of them. It's only news out today as well. It's like it's not even historical. Um. <laughs> So Foster's <laughs> Foster's from Australia. Um, so they're actually going to embark on a new campaign to reintroduce their own beer to Australians. Yep, I know this uh, from living in Australia. I've shot a bloke, a bloke, not because he's because he's Australian, so he's a bloke. He's not a gay. And uh, the first pint of Foster's he ever had was in Heathrow Airport. No way. From Australia. <laughs> Foster's was originally brewed in, in Melbourne, but it's it's international. It's not it's like if you're in Ireland and you get a Kilkenny, that's that's made for export. You'll see that around the world more so than here in Ireland. You'll find that easier anywhere else than in Ireland, like so. Yeah. Fun fact, boys, fun fact. Yeah, I think um a lot of us to do with like Guinness like own the license to a lot of the taps around Ireland, don't yeah. they? Um where like if you open the bar, two of the two of the taps would have to be Guinness. So you'd have Guinness and uh, fucking whatever other shit lager they want to sell you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or, as well. or something like that. Um, but yeah, this this is uh, an article that says the brewer of Australia's best known beer is set to relaunch a brand that's become foreign to many locals. So basically, they just want to get uh, Australians and Foster's beer. I mean, they can give it a go. I they do have some horrendous beers over there, so yeah, they probably they probably have a go at it, all right. When you were out there, uh, did you notice they had many craft beers? Yeah, there was actually plenty of it, man. Uh, Load of Melbourne, the place I used to live, I was very lucky. I lived around the corner from a craft brewery. I lived on a farm in Margaret River, round from a place called the Colonial Brewery, which I think now has rebranded because uh, nah. it was the Colonial Brewery. <laughs> <laughs> but there was also you could walk um i remember a, a very funny story of the guy whose farm i was working on i phoned him i was like where are you at and he was like i'm at the quarum up brewery 
And I was like, all right, like I dropped off. So I, it was like a couple of miles, two miles around the road, and they'd be dirt roads from the farm. I land off at the choir up, and he's like, do you want a wee beer? And I was like, I'll have a beer. Thanks very much. And uh, I got a beer, and then uh, I, showed, I see he's sitting with the same one, so he's only had the one beer, and I've had two. And then as we're leaving, he uh, he throws me the keys for like this. It's a big ute, so a big like farm vehicle, basically, or a, like a, a flatbed truck kind of thing you'd see in America. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I goes, I can't drive home. I goes, I have had two beers. And he was just like, yeah, but I had four before you got here, so you have to drive home. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so, folks, don't drink and drive unless you're in the middle of the outback in Australia where the nearest cop is 200 miles away. That's that's the rules, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Like, um, <clears throat> yeah, no, it's so, not like drink driving. It's not brilliant. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, uh, <laughs> on, on the podcast, we frown. <laughs> We we won't be we won't be angry. We'll be disappointed oh, if you so drink right. worse. So yeah. much worse. I mean, if the if the police like didn't stop you, they just like taxi you and says, "Look, we're very disappointed." You'd pull over and walk home, like. Yeah, you'd be like, "Oh man, I'm I'm so sorry. I feel terrible with this." Listen, don't tell me, man, that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take the shame of her staring me out at Sunday dinner. Please don't tell me, man. <laughs> You are going straight to mass in the morning. <laughs> you, you're going to tell the priest exactly what you did. Oh, no, I'm not the priest, mommy. <laughs> oh, no. Absolutely not. You wouldn't be thrilled with that, look. No. All right, it'd be. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, final stunt. Uh Shocking picture shows Aussie SAS soldier drinking beer out of a dead Taliban fighter's prosthetic leg. It's not Mad Libs. It's an article from The Sun. <laughs> okay, okay. Repeat that headline, but slower. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> shocking picture shows Aussie SAS soldier drinking beer out of dead Taliban fighter's prosthetic leg. <laughs> I was I try I was trying not to laugh the first time when because I wasn't sure if you'd said what you'd said. I it's like that's crazy. Like, did you have to say he was dead? Like, yeah. prosthetic legs already dead. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like the he could have just took it off for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like an alive guy and drink it out. He didn't have to kill him. <laughs> yeah, let him watch. Do you want to see something funny? That's not funny. I don't drink. <laughs> Fucking Taliban, man. <laughs> I feel like I feel pretty annoyed by this. Uh, I know you can't see what I'm saying, but they blurred out the guy's face. But surely they should have blurred out the leg, because I could probably identify who the guy was from the prosthetic leg. Aye, <laughs> uh, be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, on, that's Abdul's leg. What the fuck? Yeah. No way. Get that man on the phone. See if he's alright. I know. I know that prosthetic leg tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Um. I know that wobbly knee anywhere. That's our fella. But, uh, oh, there you go. He's, it was a, so the guy was at, uh, an SAS headquarters in Perth as well. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Not uh, at the SAS headquarters. I don't want to be, I don't want to be taken in for questioning by the local. <laughs> oh, Perth. I meant the city of Perth is where it was. Jesus. Gonna have to write a wee disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just not know these boys. 
so here is here's an interesting one. So if you heard about uh, the Brewdog like competition recently, um, where they've got like a, a gold beer can, and if you find this gold beer can inside a a, a twelve deck of Punk APA, uh, you get to go on a tour of their factory. It's kind of like a Willy Wonka deal. Okay, the golden ticket. Yeah. So this uh, article out says that the delivery drivers uh, are apparently tampering with the boxes. Right. There's Crafting. a bit of messing. Because they know what's... It, or surely it, it does not come... Because those companies always have those disclaimers that you're not able to enter if your family works for the company. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be in play here. So like, oh, did you win? Yeah, I did on. Who do you work for? Funny enough, it worked for you. I give me that back, you dickhead. <laughs> I fell off the back of the lorry. Yeah, my lorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the prize money is up to twenty five grand. So, so that, just get steaming on Brewdog all over Christmas and see how you get on. Pretty much, yeah. But uh, there was actually. Um, there was actually a case like a couple of weeks ago where a guy found uh, like the gold can through his dog sniffing it. Um, I don't know how it works because beer smells like beer. How did he have? How did he have a gold can first to teach the dog to sniff? That as ah, so confusing. Yeah, that's so bizarre. I don't understand it. Still, like there's shenanigans afoot here. Yeah, shenanigans. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so what was that anyway? But yeah, like if you can find a wee twelve deck uh, like punk APA, get on it. See what the crack yeah. is. Um, but finally on the beer news, then uh, a grilled cheese and craft beer stalls opens in Plymouth Market. I only included that because I I love grilled cheese and beer. That's <laughs> pretty much it. Do they complement each other though? Can you have a grilled cheese and beer? That's what I was thinking. I don't think so. I think there's, like, when you're having grilled cheese, that's like three different types of cheeses. Normally it's like five to seven slices melted. Yeah. So it's very heavy. Um, so you'd need to have probably like a, a session APA or something very light, something very juicy uh, to kind of complement it. And even at that, uh, you probably only have one or two. Yeah, I was gonna say like that's fucking. So it's a lot going on there. Like, yeah, I mean it, it's too much going on. Hmm. What I? There you go. Um, I actually got a question this week as well. Nice uh, one. Specifically about No Crack November, and it was basically directed towards bourbon. Um, it's from Sylvia, and she says. Bourbon, how was it for you with Sean being off the beer for a month? I, where is he? Was it he's, tense? Bourbon, is he gone? Is he hiding under the couch, away from your rage? <laughs> he's uh, he's eating a blanket. He's very busy. He's a busy guy. I mean, he, he doesn't need these questions. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, I've been over the years. Like Bourbon does not stop. He's a he is a busy man. Like. He's got a lot going on. I mean, he's chewing, he's chewing the sofa, he's eating the leg of the table, 
and he's eating one of his toys. I mean, there's a lot going on. He doesn't need questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... How, how, I mean, taking on from that, how was the actual month off? Because, I mean, it's not the first time you've done No Crack November, but is it... Like, I tried to do it in solidarity with you and forgot after two days. <laughs> My yeah. brother handed me a beer and I drank it, and then someone was like, you're not off the drink? And I was like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a day in, wasn't it? Uh, two days. Like I said, the end Friday, I was like, I'll do it with you, man. And then I, was, I went home and I was watching football and I got handed a beer. Totally forgot. Oh. No, absolutely no, yeah. yeah, no willpower whatsoever. I think um, I I thought it'd be easier this year because we're in lockdown. Nothing's happening. We're not going out and stuff like that. Yep. Because uh, last year it was going to gigs and I was out with mates and all. And basically, a lot of the time, uh, all of my mates were drinking all these nice beers and delicious pints of Guinness. Uh, one particular time we were up on uh, the Empire and they were hammering all these nice fucking Christmas whiskeys and there was one time we were in McHugh's. McHugh's is probably one of the finest pints of Guinness we get in the city. Uh, I was off it. <laughs> and uh, you know what? I thought, you know, last year, if I got through last year, all these fantastic experiences, it's going to be easy this year. But then this year... Um, it was actually harder because all my mates are texting me going, oh, don't come around for a weekend. I'm just like, one, that's illegal. <laughs> and then yeah. two, um, no, I'm off it. <laughs> um, but I, yeah. I love when stuff like that happens though. Your mates are like, let's go and drink fine whiskeys and smoke cigars and have delicious pints of Guinness. And then when you're back in the drink, they're drinking a bottle of bug in a fucking alleyway. Like, Yeah, this is it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it, it was definitely challenging this year. I think because like obviously everything sucks, um, <laughs> and it's it's nice to unwind with like a nice wee can or a tasty bottle or something like that. There, but got through it. Um, I think specifically just because I'm stubborn, and I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give in. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Just hammer the beers into me and stuff I got there, like so. Yeah, it was pretty cool. For a play, yeah, good vibes. <laughs> Here, I was thinking as well. Are we are we able to traditionally grade your beer because you made it? <laughs> yeah, like we this is like it. this is like a fully yeah. this is like a fully new thing for cans across the world. Yeah, that's like I was saying. It's kind of like um, like if you're in a you're at a party, you've stuck on your own band. And then you're kind of like looking at everybody in the room, just going, "What do you think about it?" <laughs> um, yeah. Do you want to rock with the rating? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm happy to do this one. There's, yeah. there's just something really nice about this. Like, like that's all I have left in my glass. But every time you put your nose to the beer, it's just so fucking just that malty and then like really fruity or something. It's nice. Yeah, it's kind of. It seems like it. Let's become more alive. The more, and also as well, not really easy to drink because it's not wild fizzy. Like it's like it's a pale, like so it's it's not really bubbly and frothy. It's fucking lovely. Yeah, it's really light in carbonation and stuff like that. Um, I think it might be. I was gonna say, I just realised that smell. It might be some of the sugars as well, because obviously it, it's been in, so it's in the bottles fine, and so that's what's really. Bubbling up, it could probably be that because we poured it straight out, didn't leave it sitting. It's good. 
Yeah, because I, uh, I, I'd actually left it an additional four days in like a conditioning stage as well. The conditioning stage allows it to like get more flavor about it and stuff like that. So instead of like taking it out, uh, I could have took it out four days earlier. Um, but if you leave it, it gets more flavor. Uh, so yeah, that that's probably what you're tasting as well. A bit heavier. Yeah, <laughs> De- definitely a bigger flavor than a 4.5, but that's good to know that you can get that kind of big, big flavor without obviously being blocked. Because normally when you're getting something that way, you're like, oh, wow, that's that's so massive. It's like two two beers in and you're trying to yeah. fight the dog. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, I'm really enjoying this. And, like, it's got a nice cling to the glass as well. Uh, I don't know if you can say that in the camera. Mm, yeah, yours keeps disappearing because you got a background. Yep. I don't have as much cling of mine because I've been swishing mine like a like a dickhead. So <laughs> I'm just cleaning the glass as I go. Yeah, there you go. Like it's a fine brandy. But, yeah, there you can see the cling there from even when I stopped spinning. So it's good. Yeah, what do you reckon? Can you can you rate your own beer? Do you want me to do it? Uh, do you want to go first? <laughs> I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna be. Uh, I think I think maybe obviously it's because I know that there's that bit extra work in it as well because you're like you had the one be off the drink, so the temptation even the I'd probably die if I tried to make a homebrew because I'd like open it before it goes into the bottle and just like <laughs> drink a chug of it to see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> which is obviously a terrible idea because it's probably fucking eighty percent alcohol or something at that point. Yeah, because you've um, got your uh, you've got your brewing stage, and then you've got the condition stage after it. But um, I think the the temptation when you're getting it out of the brewing stage is to go, oh, that smells really nice and yeasty and citrusy. Maybe I should have it. No, it will kill you. It will actually kill you. <laughs> yeah, the temptation to do that is incredible. Yeah. No, mate. Um, because I know that there's a bit extra work in it, and it's it is lovely. And I think you put, I mean, for a first go. I'm I'm more than happy to give you a four because I don't want to hit you with a five being like nice nice work because then there's nowhere to go. Uh, Let's push on. Let's continue. Um, what would be interesting to see is do this again and try different days about when it comes out and then see if it changes it too much. Yeah, you've, like set, you've set your bar now, so keep one. Then be like sip sip. Ooh. Yeah, that'll be good vibes. Yeah, I could try it. No form on uh, that, that lovely sugary malty smells great every time I go into the glass. Um, I'd say for me, uh, I'd probably go maybe three point five or six. Um, I I'm really really fucking happy with it. Like, I'm really proud that the first beer I'm drinking after not drinking for thirty days is my own, because uh, it could be a case of I've forgotten what good beer tastes like. <laughs> Um, or it could be uh, that this is actually really good, but like, there's a nice like darkness to it. Um, it, it reminds me of uh, Hefe by McCrackens. Um, oh yeah, that that's a nice kind of a dank kind of beer as well. Um, yes, good vibes. I'd I'd totally go like three point six out of that. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to brew another one and just kind of keep improving and fucking about with it and see where it goes right so if anybody needs to know what you have to get sean for christmas this year he accepts <laughs> empty bottles 
uh, well, clean empty bottles. Don't just post them your fucking empty bottles. Recycle those. <laughs> yep, savages. <laughs> Get them some new clean, clean beer bottles, some bottle caps, some lovely labels. Somebody, if somebody's an artist out there, maybe wants to do him up the artwork for his yeah. first label. Let's get this. Let's get this party started. That's it, eh? Yeah. Because uh, basically, at the minute, it's just these homebrew labels, and uh, obviously, it's got a wee man with a beard on it. <laughs> like, I like it. W- Wolfman APA. <laughs> yeah. So it's an APA and Hummet. So that, that's the first one. There you go. One that one to add in. Doesn't even have a barcode on it to scan it into my untapped app to be like, I had this. Oh, shit. I should probably create that. Can you do that? This is fucking exciting. Yeah. Let's do it. Just reminded you of something. That, that, that's your task before you launch the thing and then be like, put it in the, the link on the, the cans website. Be like, if you like this, go find it. That's <laughs> it. Unreal. Uh, so on that... Thanks very much for uh, appearing on this week's episode of Cans Across the World again. Thanks for giving yeah, me the right. exclusive to the new beer. Much appreciated. Ready? Gonna finish it. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Delightful, well, uh, sir. Nice work. Just before we get on, uh, obviously you've got your podcast happening. It's Injury Time Podcast with Mr. Jordan. And there's a lot going on there. It sounds like I've been enjoying the episodes each week, especially... Uh, my favourite so far, honestly, has been with Violin Mick. <laughs> yeah, it was good, man. We talked about uh, St. Pauli in Hamburg. So with, hopefully when lockdown ends, we've got some plans. We're going to go to a couple more matches together and we're going to try and get to Hamburg for a match and get on the rip in Germany. Drink good beer. Brilliantly. Um, yeah, obviously, lovely guy. And uh, he's got the String Ninjas podcast, stuff like that going as well. Um, so that's a cracker. And also, everybody check out the Fellowship podcast. Uh, that's your weekly Sunday dose of madness. <laughs> um, Absolutely. <laughs> um, always enjoyable listen. So get into that. And we'll see you again next week. Thank you for having me, Sean. More beer. All right. See you next week. More beer. Oy. The bar is closed. <laughs> <laughs>